Warning, this episode contains adult language, mature situations as shown in protagonists with the power of candy, tons of simul-release hype, up-to-date manga news, and more shilling of Spyrokin stuff. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 417, Candy Flurry. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Spyrokin Manga View. I'm your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, and what's up? Hope all of you are doing well out there in internet land and hope you are excited and hyped to talk about some really cool stuff in the manga world. But first, if you're joining us for the first time, welcome. Spyrokin is some podcasts and vague reviews about kinetically enhanced narratives. Every week we release one to two podcasts that talk about various geeky topics and we tell you the pros and cons about it. Since this is the manga review, obviously we're talking about manga. We tell you how the art style is, the overarching plot, the characters, the production quality, and most importantly, if it's worth investing your time in or not. You don't have to agree with anything that we say, but we try to be educational, enlightening, exciting, and most importantly, entertaining. You can check out any of the last 416 episodes of the Manga Review and our 500 other podcasts at www.spirekin.com. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, and various other social media sites. On YouTube, we're currently releasing reaction videos and some other really fun content there. And on Instagram, we are doing a synopsis on all the different mangas that we've talked about over the years, going in order and showing you some of the cool images from all of them, even the ones that I've hated. So check out Instagram. Remember to like and subscribe on all the different social media sites. So at Twitter, it's at Spirekin, Facebook.com forward slash Spirekin, YouTube.com forward slash Spirekin. And finally, if you want to support the podcast and all of our future endeavors, definitely check out our Patreon at patreon.podbean.com forward slash Spirekin or patreon.com forward slash Spirekin to check out our Patreon. We have four tiers, our Konnichiwa tier, our Aloha tier, our Bonjourno tier, and our What's Up tier. Each of them gives society members different rewards based on which membership you have. Our patrons will gain access to some really cool unbeforeleased podcasts, unbeforeleased videos, uh, deals on future merch, and a couple of other very fun bonus rewards. But for that... Check out our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Spirekin. And with that in mind, let's actually finish the shilling and get to it because we've got a lot of news to talk about. And I am excited to talk about some of the most modern manga news that's out there before we get to the review of the podcast. So first off, big news, the 7th Sugini Kuro Manga Taisho, or the Next Manga Awards, have opened its English website for accepting overseas votes. Now, the cool thing is, for those of you who aren't aware, this this next manga awards they've never done this before this is the first year the awards have accepted entries and votes from outside japan and now anyone who wants to do submission for the print manga and web manga categories they're able to enter until may 21st so you better hurry up you got about a week and a half now the award accepts used submissions of up-and-coming manga with potential to become the next big hits and selects the most popular manga titles as nominees Winners are then determined based on votes from manga fans from around the world. Now, nominations are only accepted in Japanese, but the final voting based on shortlisted titles will be available both in English and Japanese. And the final winners are going to be announced on August 24th. Now, generally, the submissions are serialized in Japan that have no more than five print volumes released. So they can't have 20 volumes. So no one pieces. It's got to be a shorter series. Or they have to have started serialization after January 1st, 2020. 
Now, entries accepted for original work can be of any genre, and work that's ranked the top three in previous awards are not eligible for nomination. So, last year's winners were Undead Unlock in the Print category, and The Dangers in My Heart, or Boku no Kokoro no Yabayats, The Bad Parts of My Heart, in the Web Manga category. The year beforehand was one of my favorite mangas of all time, which was The Apothecary's Diaries made it on there. So, definitely check out the website and do your nominations for that. So, now in licensing news... Drawn and Quarterly comes up. It's one of those manga publishers that you rarely hear about. When they release something, it's a big deal. So they've announced that they'll be releasing Offshore Lightning, a collection of short manga by author Nizuna Saito. Now this book is going to collect many of Saito's earlier works, as well as the stories in Captivity and Solitary Death Building. Now from the official solitation release... It reads like this. Stories like Buy, Dog Food, and Go Home and Offshore Lightning focus on middle-aged men caught in a cycle of self-pity and self-reflection. Saito gently pokes fun at their anguish and self-involvement while capturing the pathos of these men as they revisit childhood friendships and lost loves. By contrast, In Captivity follows three siblings visiting their ailing mother who is succumbing to dementia and resentful at her loss of agency. The siblings take a drive as they reckon with balancing the painful legacy of her caustic personality with attempting to honor this woman at the end of her life. Solitary death building documents the eccentric cast of elderly gossips as death descends upon the housing complex where they all live. A lot of these are kind of depressing. They're dealing with the later part in life, but it could focus on that part which actually is really, not heartwarming, but it's the part nostalgia. And I am intrigued by that as I get older. And I think it's something which you should definitely check out. This is a manga collection that you can show to non-manga fans and they will like it. And that's kind of crazy because right now, manga makes up 43% of the best-selling books in the market right now. I never thought I'd be in a world where manga was that prevalent in sales. People liked it that much. It's building up. And I've wanted this to happen since I started this in 2008. So, yeah. Anyway, so that's just me geeking out for a second. So this book is going to have 384 pages and sell for about 23 bucks. I think it's worth investing. This is a definite one that you should keep on your shelf. When it comes out, I'm going to be putting this on my shelf so you guys can check it out. Anyway, let's get to some of the other news. Next one is another manga company you don't really hear about, Kitan Books. Because Kitan Books has announced it is partnered with Pathway Book Services for the physical distribution of the manga in their catalog. Physical copies are going to be available at bookstores such as Barnes & Nobles and Book Depositories. So that's really cool because these are really some great books that they have. Now, first off on June 15th, they're going to be physically releasing the third volume of Shoji Goji and Bibi's Loner Life in Another World or Hitoribochi no Izekai Koryaku. And on July 20th, they're going to be releasing a bunch of novels, including the second volume of Kazutomo Ichitomo's Shed That Skin Ryogasaki-san or Mekiseta Ryogasaki-san. They'll be releasing the first volume of Gacha Girls Core or Gacha wo Maoshita Nakama wo Fuyasu Saikyo no Bishojo Ganden wo Sugaragero, which is by Chin Kururu, Shu Haruna, and Izegaki Yasutaka. Uh, they're going to be releasing the first volume of Sukiya's The Yakuza's Guide to Babysitting or Kumicho Musume to Sewakari. The manga, and finally, they're going to be releasing the unaltered version of the first volume of Kanako Nakamura's Uzumade, or Our Maid is Way Too Annoying, slash Uchiyo no Maid ga Yuza Sugiru, 
And these are all coming out July 20th. And these are all something to look forward to from Kitan Books, which has always been known for releasing great titles. And now on to some general news. In June of this year, Kazuna Kawahara, the creator of O Monogatari, or My Love Story, is launching a new manga titled Taiyo Yori no Mukushi Hoshi, A Star Brighter Than the Sun, and this is going to be released in Shuisha's Bisats Margaret magazine. Now, the story is going to center around Sai Iwata, who is stronger than average girls, and her childhood friend Kamijo, who used to be weak but is now popular with everyone. Seems kind of cool. And if you liked uh, My Love Story, I think you'll like this because it's such a great story that he wrote or they wrote on june 28th yukanita will launch a new manga titled aishitera dewa amisugete or love is too sweet a word and this can be released in libre publishing's b-boy gold magazine now this manga is a sequel to nita's earlier aishitera dewa omosugete manga and this is going to show a more mature version of the protagonist of that manga show and soma don't know much about it but might be popular who knows on June 9th, Homura Kawamoto, the mangaka of Kekigurui, is launching a new manga titled Izakai Tenseisha Koroshi Cheat Slayer, or The Killer of the Reincarnated Cheat Slayer. Uh, and this is going to be released in Katakawa's monthly Dragon Age magazine, and the art is going to be drawn by Aki Yamaguchi. Now, this manga story is a revenge story coded in hate and desire, centering on a someone who slaughters all who reincarnate from another world. So this is a truly different take on Isekai, and I am excited for this because it's about someone who finds reincarnated heroes and kills them off. So on June 8th, Izumi Miyazomo's new manga is launching in Shogokuken's Petite Comic Magazine. The manga will be titled Fumin Fukyo de Yumi to dreams and love and insomnia and the story will center on an actor who does adult content now on june 5th mangaka duo naked ape will be launching a new manga titled bokura no seni to kimiga shun made no sanju ka or a thousand years and the 30 days until you die in akita shoten's monthly princess magazine the manga centers on Toa, a girl who barely feels anything of this world and experiences it as if looking from the inside of an ash-colored box. But her life begins to change when she meets a mysterious man. Now, final bit of news, and this happened before this episode come, came out, so it's recent news. On May 10th, Shui Ishida, the mangaka of Tokyo Ghoul, launched their new manga, Chojin X, on the Viz Media Shonen Jump service, as well as Shuisha's Manga Plus service. This new manga is described as a superpowered battle action manga where sometimes to fight a monster you must become one. And finally, our last bit of news for the day. On May 7th, mangaka Estem, E-S-T-E-M, all lowercase, launched a new manga titled Osama no Mimi Himits no Bar i Yokoso, or King's Ear, in Shukakuken's Jose 7 magazine. The manga is an omnibus story that centers on a bar that trades in secrets. The bar's owner is constantly in search of exquisite secrets and has his customers confide in him. Seems very enigmatic and strange. The artwork is really bizarre. I think this could be really good or really terrible. When it's released over here, I will definitely do a review of it. Or maybe not. We'll see. So let me know what you think of the news. And now let's get to the part that you've all been waiting for. The part which is why I do this podcast so much. And I'm talking about the manga review of the week. And if you remember from the last episode, I spun that one, that only, The Wheel of Manga. And at Dick Town Peter reviewing a new manga. A manga that only has three chapters out right now. The third chapter came out this Monday. 
Uh, this is written by Ippon Takaguchi and art by Santa Mitarashi. It's published by Shogakuken, released over here by Viz Media on the Viz Shonen Jump website and on the Manga Plus service. Uh, it's being released in Japan under the Shukan Shonen Jump magazine. It came out three weeks ago, so this is 2001. Three volumes still coming out. And it is an action comedy with a little bit of fantasy mixed in there because it's got a really weird premise. And the manga that we're talking about is Amenofuru, or Candy Flurry. So, to explain this, I have to read an actual commercial that is in this manga. Cindy Toy Toy Candy is the best in the world. Only 100 pieces of limited edition candy were made. Each one has a unique surprise. No two are alike. Get the right one just for you. And let's see what happens. So, this is the crux of the entire manga. Toy Toy Candy. Eat one of these magical sweets and you gain candy powers. And the abilities to create whatever sweet you want. But it's one type of sweet per person. So there are 100 different types of candies and everyone has one type. And it sounds like a cool dream. But it's reality. It's real. And because of this, well, Tokyo gets destroyed. And five years have passed. And since then, anybody who's eaten one of these 100 pieces of candy has gained the ability to generate sweets. Not just little sweets. They're able to make huge flying macaroons that eat people. Or they're able to make ice cream that will freeze a block. It's mutant powers, but they're candy. This sounds oddly familiar to another Shonen series where if you eat a weird fruit, you gain superpowers. Hmm, where have I heard this before? Maybe something involving pirates. Or a kid who's not able to swim with a dumb hat. Eh, forget about it. But anyway, so in this world, people have candy powers and they cause havoc. Now, Tokyo was destroyed by someone known as the lollipop user who used lollipops to destroy Tokyo, and they haven't rebuilt it in five years. But now, anybody who's known as a sweet user is considered a criminal, and they wreak havoc throughout the city. Now, to combat this threat, a special organization has been made to deal with the illegal activities engaged in by sweet users. They're the sweet police, also known as the recette, or the French word for recipe. And with all this, we have our main character, Samugi. She's a young girl who loves candy she loves sweets and she's pretty normal but she loves sweet things like when we first meet her besides the flashback she is currently scamming someone to get cream puffs because she wants a cream puff as a snack she says oh well, this is gonna be my lunch it's the only thing i'm gonna have and then when she gets she's like i'm gonna eat 20 of these but unfortunately she gets attacked by a sweet user whose power is donuts He's able to wrap people up in donuts and cover himself with donuts like a donut armor. It's a dumb power, but apparently he could do a lot with donuts, so whatever. And because of that, he ends up wrapping her up in a donut and making her drop her beloved cream puffs. But what does Samugi do? Well, she shows that she's awesome and she has a power. She took a toy toy candy and she has one of the most powerful candies out there. The lollipop. And you see her kick some ass with that. And then, while she's trying to hide the fact that she's a lollipop user, because she's not the one that destroyed the city, but it's kind of hard because she's the only one with this power. But everybody who takes a toy toy candy, you only have one of each type of candy. So, if she didn't do it, who did it and how is it they're able to do it? We don't know. So, she now has to deal with a new transfer student in her class, who is a member of the reset, Misaki Midori. And another one named Toka Iri, another 
reset user and she has to deal with the fact that she can't let them know that she is a sweet user and she has to save the day. What do I think after the first three chapters? It's different. It's different. The art style is great. I love how each one is designed. Um, we're introduced to, besides Samugi, we are introduced to three other sweet users. Uh, turns out Masaki, I don't think, is a sweet user because he has the fork, and I think that's just a device. We're not sure. But we have um, one who uses ice cream. Like, she could freeze a whole block. We have the macaron guy who makes French macarons that eat people. It's kind of creepy and disturbing. And then we have the donut guy who ends up pulling a Tetsuo halfway through the story and looks like he's going to blow up. So, yeah. <laughs> it's Some elements are really really shown in trope heavy the concept of there's a MacGuffin that gives you powers that's been done before uh you have the transfer student who's actually a cop that's been done before you have the person who says i'm going to turn you in once you prove that you're the bad guy but i'm going to trust you for now that um uneasy alliance that's a trope but with that being said this does something a little different with it i like the whole concept that it's a candy world I'm intrigued by the fact that there's 100 different types of candy, and I'm curious what the different types of candy they're going to have are, because we've introduced the four out of 100. That means there's 96 left. So this could be really good or really bad. Now, besides that, this is a fun little series. I think it could do a lot. just depends on where it goes after a couple more chapters. So for right now, I'm going to have to give this a gift from your crazy Aunt Muriel. It's okay, but it could be forgettable. But I'm going to revisit this in a couple of episodes and give you an updated release once it reaches chapter eight that should be about two volumes and by then we'll know if it's worth it or not so yeah for right now tentatively get from your crazy at Mario. okay but forgettable middle of the ground it's got some cool new elements but there's a lot of old school things for it and that's perfectly fine if you're into the shonen concept but generally i like it to have a little bit more than it usually has and so far it seems like it has the germ for something awesome but I need to see more. So I'll give this a couple more chapters and I'll let you guys know what I think. So if you've read this and you disagree with me, you think this is horrible, or if you think this is great, let me know. Zan at Spirekin.com or tweet me at Spirekin. Let me know what your thoughts on Candy Flurry are. I will say this with the designs of the characters, when cons are back up, I guarantee you people are going to be cosplaying as these characters. They have great designs to them. That's one thing I will guarantee. So remember to like and subscribe to this podcast. Check us out on YouTube and Spotify and Stitcher and Twitter and Tumblr and Instagram. Check on there. Check out our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Spirekin. And let's get to the second to last part of the podcast. We're talking about the manga releases for the week. These are what came out on May 11th, 2021. We've got 24 new titles. And I've got to say, I'm excited for a couple of these. So we have A Tropical Fish Yearns for Snow, Volume 7. By the Grace of the Gods, Volume 2. Don't Toy With Me, Miss Nagatori, Volume 7. Drugstore in Another World, The Slow Life of a Cheat Pharmacist, The Light Novel, Volume 1. Dungeon Builder, The Demon King's Labyrinth is a Modern City, The Manga, Volume 4. Fly Me to the Moon, Volume 5. 
Full Metal Alchemist, Full Metal Edition, Volume 13. I Think Our Son is Gay, Volume 1. I'm Standing on a Million Lives, Volume 10. Muscles Are Better Than Magic, The Light Novel, Volume 2. My Alcoholic Escape from Reality, the manga. That one I'm really excited for. That's made by the person who made uh, My Lesbian Experience with Loneliness. It's another biographical manga. I think it'll be really good as well. But anyway. Uh, Pokemon Sun and Moon, Volume 10. Ride Your Wave, the manga. I didn't know they were making a manga for this. I love the movie, so I think the manga is going to be on my shelf soon. Uh, Renee, Volume 39. Sachi's Monstrous Appetite, Volumes 2 and 3 of the manga. St. Young Men, The Omnibus 6, which is Volumes 11 and 12. School Zone Girls, Volume 1. Something is Wrong With Us, Volume 7. Splatoon, Volume 12. Thigh High, Rewa Hanamaru Academy, Volume 1. Trapped in a Dating Sim, The World of Otome Games is Tough for Mobs, Light Novel, Volume 2. Uzaki-chan Wants to Hang Out, Volume 5, and Yokai Watch, Volume 17. Now, for me personally, I'm interested in Sachi's Monstrous Appetite, Renee, Ride Your Wave, My Alcoholic Escape from Reality, Fly Me to the Moon, and Drugstore in Another World. Uh, which of these are you interested in? Let me know. Zayanspirekin.com. Or tweet me at Spirekin with your favorite title from this week. And so, first off, thank you guys for listening as always. I appreciate it. Glad you guys had fun. I love making these. I'm going to keep them as long as I can. I've been doing it since 2008. I'm going to keep going until I'm an old man. And with your help, I will get that far. So thank you very much. And now let's get to the part that you've all been waiting for. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about that one, that only, the Wheel of Manga! Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga, except no substitute. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on. What I've done is I've assigned a manga tile to each of the 10 slots. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to spin that one, that only, the Wheel of Manga. Whatever number it lands on, the manga that is in that slot is the manga that I'm going to be reviewing in the next episode of the Spyrocket Manga Review episode 418. And I've got to say, we've got some great titles on here. And one of them, I'm kind of dreading reviewing because I think it's a little much for me. But let's see what we're going to review in the next episode, shall we? Number nine. Oh, uh, okay. So in the next episode, I'm reviewing a manga about angels who are in charge of making stuff. Yes, you're, you guessed it right. In the next episode, I'm reviewing a manga that is titled Heaven's Design Team. Yay. So we'll get to talk about that in the next episode. No worries. It'll be fun. Heard it's good things about it. We'll see. So remember, you can check out any of our earlier episodes, www.spirekin.com. Email me, zanspiker.com. And thank you for listening. As usual, I'm Zan. I'm Gonsville. Catch you guys next time, and keep reading manga. See you.